Now recording. This is the Pathless Podcast. I'm Ben, your DM, here with. Uh, Matt as Romaine Lettuce. Reed playing Urkov Granite School, Elu Karlulak. And Sam playing Henny Thornswear. All right. Uh, Reminder. This is Roll20 version of the Found Minds of Fandeliver. Uh, last episode, the characters made their way back to a uh, goblin hideout, we'll call it, after visiting Fandolin and not finding an important NPC. Um, does anyone remember the name of that guy that you were supposed to be traveling with? I know Sildar was the guy who was protecting him, and then the dwarf that paid you guys to move the caravan was Gundren Rock that's Breaker? right was it Rock Breaker or Rock Shaker? it was Gundren Rock Seeker or something like that Seeker. oh yeah something like that so that's an instant um thing that gets you a double roll for Matt's character okay inspiration inspiration gotcha. there there he is enjoy it with the dick Woo, we Ooh, it. um oh I'm like dead tired too but I'll probably play it at like 11 um but anyway, it just just FYI, just dead tired. Um, Hanny is in a hole. Everyone is resting outside of the hideout after entering the hideout, killing some wolves, killing some goblins, getting hit by two tidal waves of water. Um, they still haven't located anything in this cave that would lead them to uh, what happened to Gundren or Sildar, both of which are missing. And um, the goal was to rest up and then move back into the cave and, I guess, explore some more before heading back to Fandolin and uh, potentially hitting the Lux Shrine in Fandolin. Uh, so, DM, yeah. I, I get my second wind on a short rest. Um, cool. Would I be able to expend my second wind and then regain it again like before we go back in the cave? Or So did you extend expend it? Before you rested? Oh yeah, I expended it the first battle. I used it. And then when we went back outside to rest, I used my one uh hit die to recover. Yeah. Um so like I technically have my second wind I can use as a bonus action whenever. Otherwise yeah, like, I just so think hold it. If you do use it from your short rest, you'll need another short rest to get it back again. Like I don't know that you can use it twice after one short rest, right? Well that's what I'm saying. Um yeah, I don't think you it's are possible. correct. That's why I was asking if I'd just be able to use it. And then, like, if we're taking two short rests, which is just two hours, you'd have to talk to the rest of the party, I guess, if we're taking two short rests. So I don't know what the party's doing. the The first short rest went through without anyone attacking you. That's where we left things off last time we played. So if if uh, if you guys want to get back in and you want to talk about, you know, maybe getting another rest because everyone's not at full HP or whatever, then you could uh you could do that. And you can expend your second one, then take another short rest and get it back and, you know, whatever. Would any of you gain any benefits on resting a little bit longer? Or are you ready to go back in? I am ready to go back in. I am also concerned that the longer that we give the goblins, the more time they have to prepare more traps. In the bottom right-hand corner, this dense thicket that you guys are hanging out in... um, as soon as um, DeFerris is about to say something, 
His foot just slips into the ground, and he tumbles over, grabbing Gardas as a huge sinkhole opens up underneath both of them. And it looks like just about, you know, before they were to answer your extremely important question, Romain, uh, the the sinkhole itself is a uh, five by ten foot square. Um, so for some odd reason, it did not extend into Urkov's space, and Urkov is completely fine. While the two of them have um, fallen into a deep, deep, deep pit that you not cannot again. see the bottom of. Oh no. So it's just Urkov and Romain lead us now outside this cave. I will look into the pit. Okay. Do you think it's wise that we go in with just us two? Mm, perhaps not too deeply. All perhaps right. we could scout some. Hanny, your character is going to... You have dark vision, right? I do have dark vision. Wonderful. Uh, we're we're going to drop your character on the map. There's a waterfall right here that you somehow have slid out of right into this space. Um, so I'm going to roll some dice real quick to see if you're going to make any noise. Let me just get my little dice roller up. So I got that ready to go. Oh, wow. All right, Hanny. You come out of this thing and... Um, Goblins come over and start checking what you're doing. What would you like to do for your turn? Don't think I. So Hanny's in the corner of the caves, falling out of a waterfall in uh, water that's uh, uh, like ankle height, Hanny. So this water's all been drained pretty much. So we're gonna give you normal movement through it, okay. unless you're wearing help. heavy armor. If you have heavy armor, then I would. Probably give you some sort of disadvantage. No, I have light armor. Yeah, you're um, fine. That uh, and they're—they've seen me and they're approaching me. They've seen you and they're all coming out to see what the heck just came out of the waterfall with that loud noise. It was like a big splash, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I guess I will take the hide action. Okay, Try so that. move your character behind something if you're going to do that to yeah. take a hide action. Because they all have dark vision, you can't hide in plain sight. Right, not yet. Um, not yet. Three, four, five, six. Cool. Cool. That seems to roll your high. So he dashes about thirty feet behind a large stone, completely um, obscuring the goblin's vision from him. I got a fourteen. All right. And I've got four goblinos who are going to see if they um, notice anything there. Got a 12, a 1, an 8, and a 16. Um, so if I just do them in order, this guy moves up, he doesn't see anything. This guy moves up, he doesn't see anything. This guy moves up, he doesn't see anything. And the question is, is whether or not this guy sees anything. Control L. All right, I'm going to say no one actually got the right line of sight for you, even with their rolls. So you can't see something unless you've got line of sight. All right, yeah. Hanny, still your turn. All right. So all the water, like, where those X's are? are uh, that's like, where the down. banks were broken. They broke these banks, uh, which were pools of water, just to kind of give you an idea of what it's supposed to represent. 
represent and your character wasn't here okay. um that released these huge dams which is why the water is able to be walked in now you know it would have been swimming water before right can i walk you can run right through that down the river um like i said it's all just ankle height at this point so um, just the- theoretically can i walk like like onto here or yeah yeah you can that's correct you get to get dash action and kind of keep moving. Now, they're obviously going to see you because you lose the ability to stealth as you walk across there based yeah. on where they're standing. So. Yeah, but yeah, I think we'll try to get out, and I guess the dash would probably be the best way. So one, so got to take your... Yep. Three. I don't know you want me to walk it. Four, five, six. And then... You don't have to walk. Up. You know, we got the idea here. So just end me up where you end up. I think this is my double movement. Cool. Okay, uh, Romain, Latus, and Urkov, well, you guys are discussing the hole and looking in it. Can you guys give me um, perception checks? Roll 1d20 plus... Fifteen. Eighteen. Okay, I'm going to say it's... There's really nothing happening outside, and um, with the echoing of the caves, the loud splashing that the dash caused, and then you know, the running on hard stone echoes across the walls, and you guys hear that something is ha- happening inside the cave. Oh, we should go check it out. There could be uh, more goblins, like you said, rebuilding those traps. I uh... take movement then, if you guys want. Sorry, go ahead, Erkov. I'll be drawing my spear and writing to throw it. Can you can you keep the light on and uh, stay close uh, sure. behind me? I'm going to draw this hole for you guys. This is the sinkhole. Ten. Or causing the sinkhole. Alright, uh, 20, Five, 20, No, no, you're good, man. I'm just being silly. Gotcha. So that's my 30. Should we keep moving? Ah, I see something. I think so, I um, see something too. As you guys run into the cave at the noise, you see Hanny uh, dashing around the corner. And then I think I'm going to just get some initiative in case we need to take any movement related. I have, I have a button for that. Yeah, everyone technically has a button for that now. Nice <laughs> button, dude. I hate my button. My button. Yes. <laughs> Yo, way to suck at buttoning. <laughs> Yo, no, we grouped together. That was actually really smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Intended, intended. I swear there's a way to roll for multiple units at once. I know there is. Okay, I'll add you guys in. So I heard Hanny had an 18. What did um, Noramin have? Three. Wow, that's funny. Did you put that three in yourself? Or is that what I rolled for you, too? That's what I rolled. Oh, that's funny. I just rolled you to add you, and I got a 3-2. I got a 16 for Sam, so I wasn't too far off. It was meant to be. Yeah. All right, let me sort this descending. Okay, Hanny, you're going to start the round here. Whatever round's happening. Hi! So I know that, like, on the map, I see that there's a goblin to the west right now, but... uh... So, yeah, that's... Incorrect. That's a height problem okay. in this game. Mm. So they really should have drew a line there. Let me see well, if I can. Did fix they that. have a line there before, and then when I hopped up there, you got rid of it? 
Um, actually, no. Sam's looking at a different line, so I'm going to add that one. Oh. Real quick. So Sam, I've added a dynamic lighting line that should have fixed that. Is that correct? Because um, if I don't see them, which I don't see them anymore, if I don't see them, then I guess I'm just gonna walk up to the rest of the party. You actually never saw them. Yeah, you know. The, so Reed, they put those like orange dynamic lighting lines on the bridge so that you'd have to be on that height to see. Mm -hmm. But they didn't put one in over here, which I think is really interesting. So I added one so that you have to climb yeah. the bank to see that. So I walk up to the rest of the party going down the stone steps and go, uh, hey. Hey, yes. it's the other guy. Oh, the whole light out to here. Yeah, it's actually just uh, up, up on the steps there. There's like four more. Uh, four more goblins I saw out there. Oh. All right, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, I got a clear sight on um, Romaine. Romaine, an arrow is coming. And I uh, duck dodge, that weave and dodge. Oh, for sure I do. I think you're correct. I got to pull up my Goblino character sheet. Dude, that hits me, we're in trouble. No, no I didn't <laughs> just stop, so I have okay. it. That's all. You're fine. Did not hit you. Yeah, a 7 plus hitting someone with 18 AC at level 1. That's, <laughs> nah, 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 that's I'm dangerous. Not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to do that. We're good. Alright, and then while you guys keep talking, we're going to have this guy go. You guys can talk if you want. I don't really care. Oh, we should rush in and get more of them if there's a bunch. Does I you leave agree. your rope in there still? Yeah, I totally would have done if there was like three of them, but I thought four was like a little too much. Three draws a line. Did it smell like four? Did it smell like three? Oh, I saw four of my eyes. Oh, it takes a quantity of di or qualitative difference. Mm -hmm. But I guess I'll, uh, you know, take my battle axe off my back, get my shield ready, and uh, turn around. Stand Good idea. With us. He, uh... Okay, so it is Romain Levis' turn. He, uh... 5... 10... 15... 20... Okay, so Romain, I'm gonna stop there. I had a guy who was ready to take a shot when someone yeah, came around the corner. He, he, he tripped. I don't know if you can see him with your... What you call it, so I'm just telling you... No, I'm running in the dark because there's only uh, so much light from the torch. Yeah, what is that control? Oh, oh yeah, you have no clue what's coming. Alright, so I'm gonna take advantage against you on this. An arrow shoots out of the darkness. No, you're not. And a 16 misses. Yeah, it does. All right, still your turn. Uh, do I smell them? Um, I would think that all the water on the walls, you know, after the flood, is going to make it really hard to truly get a good smell. They're probably wet too. I don't know. Um, you can give me a roll, and maybe if it's High enough, I'll tell you you smell them. I just I want to be able to move without like dying in here. Oh. You yeah. might want to. Not gonna happen. All right, then I'll just uh, wait till my light comes, and then am I be able to move after that? Or sure, I don't care. That's fine.
guys can cut in. Yeah, Twenty-five thirty. You the boss. So that's my thirty, and then uh, I can see these goblins up on the thing, right? That's right. correct. There's two goblins. Uh, bridge, the rickety old bridge, which uh, to my memory is twenty foot up in the air, maybe ten. Let me check real quick. Yeah. Gotta keep running so I can. Any spears? We're just yes. rushing 5, 20. Okay. Or, or 5, 15, 20. And then right there, my green goblin had readied an attack for someone to come around the corner with his short bow. Gotcha. Uh, I forgot that it rolls, whatchamacallit, when I hit that. Manage. Yeah, I don't like that. Why is that the default? I'm just going to roll the d20 and take that roll instead, because I don't know which one's supposed to be which. All right, That's I got it. Just... Yeah, there you go. I got to go. He's going to finish in and I'm going to move him underneath you now. One sec, let me fix him in the initiative gotcha. order. If I just goes... uh, moved my last five feet, and then I'm done, so. Okay, right. so. He goes right. after of, right, so and Romaine's going to go after him. Go ahead, Romaine, five, finish your turn. 15, 20, 25, 30. All right. I have this goblin here. Here, too. Oh, actually. Another goblin's taking a shot on him. I missed. He He's posted up around steps or come bursting around the corner. Two goblins take a shot. Uh, this goblin's also going to be down here. And the second goblin's arrow. 13. Uh, not hit now. Does oh, not ring true. Last, last week. And he's going to move right to there. That's all he's got left for his movement. Okay. Sorry, Romaine. Now you are fully in the clear. I've got all my goblins taken care of. And I moved them in turn okay, order so accordingly. I can't hit anybody, so I'm stuck here. Okay. Um, did he, yeah, so he would have already been out of your threat range by the time you came around that corner, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, if you, if you finish up that turn like that, then yes. Yeah, yeah. But did he move? He moved all? on his turn 25 feet, so only had five foot left. I mean, so is he going to have five foot left of movement action and the rest of his action? Uh, I'm just enjoying, I guess, the benefits of five e movement and attacks well to um, be fair i'm not sure that readying actions actually works like that in this edition but that's fine i can leave him there go ahead sweet snack all right so i roll my attack then uh 50, 20 plus so does a 16 hit him a 16 does hit Does a 10 hit him damage? 10 damage hit him? Is that what you said? Yeah, does 10 damage do anything to... Yeah, like, yeah, he's uh, dead. So the goblin staying in the water that yeah! took off was ready to shoot, but not ready to be hit. Stupid goblin, you should have moved. And we will mark his... What you call it? With a... Death signal. And then I will also make him... Background layer filled in with red. Tint color red. Save settings. Uh, and we're going to take them out of the turn order.
was he? That one. Stupid goblins. Okay, Hanny, it's your turn. Alright, so Hanny was ready, and everybody else ran ahead of him, so he's going to follow. Yeah, so um, ready in action um, is kind of like a reaction. So it's like yeah. you're, you know, if you had a reaction in turn, which. Well, it is trigger... a reaction. Huh? It counts as your reaction for the turn. Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So when the trigger occurs, um, you get your reaction, not like you get your turn. So the reaction would only be firing. Okay. So yeah, the play by. The weird thing is that it uh, addresses casting a spell and then, you know, setting the spell off as a reaction, but it doesn't address, like, attacks. You know? That's yeah, the weird I saw thing. That the, the default response was spells, so... Mm. All good. Oh, here, yeah. I wonder if I can... You're good, Sam. I'm just uh, looking at doing something here. Uh, I don't. I, just, I was just trying to look and see how fast I can switch weapons, but I have a sword and a shield switch for a bow. I feel like it's too much. So instead, I'm going to uh, bang my axe on my shield, taking the uh, dodge action. And if you don't mind, maybe I'll roll a intimidate too. So, the dodge action replaces your attack action, or, like, your action for that turn. So you just would have to tell me that Intimidate is not an action, or that your character has the ability to use Intimidate as, like, a bonus action or something. Yeah, it's fine. I don't have to. I'll just do it for fun. Yeah, that's another but, uh, good one that I don't know. Uh, what? Intimidate is an action, and dodge is an action. Okay, yeah, then if Intimidate's an action, then we can't take it. Then I won't use the Intimidate skill, but I'll just say, like, you know, come and get me. As yeah. I bang my shield and take the defense action. So I guess that technically means that, like, your perception should be an action, though, right? Because, like, how is that different from perception? Just out of curiosity. Because uh, it's, I like, mean... using your ability score to do something. And uh, I just want to bring up that in 5e it says, um... Uh, where is it? The DM might ask you to make an intimidation check uh, when you attempt to influence someone with overt threats, hostile actions, and physical violence. Maybe, I mean, maybe in this case, your choice to dodge is not the same as being hostile or threatening the enemy. So it is kind of hard to say they both happen at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of, like, uh, banging the shield, but then, like, also readying it. That's like my dodge is just prepping my shield. Yeah, I wonder how intimidating you are, though, to prepare a dodge. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, totally. All right. After Hanny will be the goblin on the bridge here. I'll add a uh, little color token to him so we can start calling him by different names. We'll make him Orange Goblin. Everyone sees Orange Goblin's little token thing. So, Orange Orange Goblin Godblin is uh, up on the bridge, and uh, he's going to take Hanny's bait and loose a- another arrow at him. A third- oh, you have dodge. I get, uh, what you call it, right? Disadvantage. Cool. Yeah, I just want to make sure I didn't get roll of that. 
So the 11 doesn't hit, right? That is correct. All right, and then he is going to go five. All right. He moves off of the bridge, out of sight, uh, you know, to the right of where Hanny is standing. And then the second goblin on the bridge is also going to take a shot at you, Hanny. And I'll roll my disadvantage. Nine, 13. This is... And then he is also going to get off the bridge. There's a platform up there. We can get him. Go up the stairs. Yeah, you just come around the corner here, and then you can go upstairs. Oh, you've already been here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and in yelling to each other, it's Urkov's turn. Okay. Five, ten, fifteen. Oh. Smashy smash. Boink. <laughs> Use my macro. Uh, so that's 15. We've got like, so, so you turn this corner, mm-hmm. there's a living goblin standing next to two dead goblins, and then there's another living goblin in the corner next to those two dead goblins, right? And so then another one around two. the corner? Yeah, you see the glimpse of another goblin nearing mm-hmm. the corner there. Um, so that does not appear to have added my ability score, which is interesting. Mm. Because I a 15, and it's giving me 15 total, right? I apologize. I so, that's uh, 19 to hit, which should hit. Yep, definitely hits. And I'll do my damage manually until I figure out what's wrong. Six. Six damage with my base. Wonderful. So he is still standing. Oh, no, he already had damage on him. Oh, this must have been the Wily one that keeps getting away. All right. So uh, there was a, a goblin last session that literally ran away successfully twice. Um, mm-hmm. But he has finally met his demise, it looks like. With his three out of seven HP, he, uh, well, should I give him that short rest? You guys had a short rest. Let, mm-hmm. let me roll him a short rest real quick. Sure. Go ahead. I think it's only fair. So he had six HP, and what'd you do to him? Uh, four plus uh, six. I did six total damage. Wonderful. All right, you still knock him out. He's all yours. Cool. Let me update him for all of us. Uh, five, so there's ten, three dead goblins eight. sitting next to each other now. All right, so I've moved fifteen. So I'll move. 20, 20. Ah, I can't see. Stark. 25. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a stalagmite there that that dead yeah. body's on. I'm trying to figure out where I want to end between these two squares because right. I don't want to get in uh, my best friend's way here. So I guess I'll just end here next to stalag- stalagmite. Okay. okay. So, Romine, go ahead. So, I rush in 5, 10, 15. Do I have a goblin right here and right here? So, you are flanked by two goblins at this time and standing over the dead body of one. All right, I'm going to stomp on the face of the one and then I'm going to attack the one that's closer to the bridge. Sure. So, so orange um, goblin to the left. 
I use a super goblin smash, which does a uh, 10. A 10 does not hit. You are unable to connect with him. And then I spit on his face, and I end my turn. Nice. Okay. Let me get this guy ready here. Um. Eh, never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Go. Are you sure? Yeah, I was, uh, I'll wait around, and then I'll suggest it. Okay. There we go. I've got to get more character sheets up. All right, a um wolf that uh appears a little bit larger than the three that you've already encountered and has a uh studded necklace of um some sort of wild animal's teeth around it. Um, comes dashing around the corner. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Actually, he doesn't need to dash. Does he trip uh, on banana peel and break his neck? No. no. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> they never do that. They never do, you know? Yeah, so this wolf comes uh, bounding around the corner, Romaine, and takes a bite at you. He's able to make it. I throw a banana at his feet. He slips and falls, dealing... Does a 16 hit you? No. You're 18, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, he instantly regains his composure, though, and the banana peel has no lasting effect. But he did slip and fall and miss attacking <laughs> you. All right. And then, Hanny, it is your turn. So the two goblins well, that were above you are gone. You're down closer to the mouth of the cave, away from all the actions. You really can't see any of that. Five, ten. Fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Still can't see anything, so I'll just do a dash. Yep. But so coming around the corner, he sees the nonsense. Yeah. Um I think if you guys can all agree it might be time to remove some of these dead goblins. Yep. Yeah. Alright. I'm just gonna Well, maybe delete them is mean. I'm gonna throw them in their, the pool over see here. See carnage in my heart. So. Yeah. All right. Is there anyone underneath you, Urkov? There is. Yeah. It's just it's a little too much visual um clutter for me, and maybe you guys don't see as much because you guys are um your your layer is different than mine, but it's a lot of visual clutter. All right, Hanny. I'm gonna go there. It's fine I'm with to me. Go here, but that's a select site. So. Yep. And that's, that's the cool. end of my dash. Great. All right. After Hanny, let me check this guy out. I should have him. There he is. Yeah, we're going to do that. All right. Um, Hanny, a large bugbear uh -huh. comes out from around the corner. He's higher up on these <laughs> steps, and he is going to throw a uh, rather sharp-looking javelin at you. It's an 18 hit. Yeah. Oh. Wait, is, is he next to me? Bye, guys. No, he's not. Yeah. He's, he's 10 over feet here. away from you. Well, he's in the dark, so I can't see him. You can't see uh, the bugbear that came out. 
Um, five damage to Hanny. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll let you update your tokens HP, Sam. Yeah. It's the green bubble above your guy. Alright. Just reading for you a couple things here, make sure I keep everything copacetic. Let me get my turn tracker back. Where'd that guy go? There it is. I'll move it over here. After Clark the bugbear comes, a potentially living goblin. Yep, the goblin that's flanking Romain lead us to the left that he had just attacked has an action. He'll drop his bow, pull the scimitar from his belt, and make a attack. <laughs> nope. All right. A15 does not hit. Oh, this is so much better than last week, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> last All right. I'm not going to give him any more actions because he had to drop and pull a weapon. So we're going to move to the next one. That's the red goblin. Um, he's also dropping and swinging. Uh, he's going to swing at Romine. Romane. 22 hits. That's close. I don't oh. think it does, so. Yeah, it's close. Uh, Romane took four damage of slashing from the scimitar, putting you at four HP, right? Yep, and I'll do my thing. Yep, I didn't touch it. Alright. Now, they do have Nimble Escape giving them a bonus action. Yep. Um, let's just let this guy step back five here. That's all I'm going to do for him. Just a little five-foot movement from Pathfinder. (laughs) Go ahead, Urkov. All right, I will uh, step into the breach here. Sure. And I will thwonk the goblino. All right. Um, mm-hmm. That corner's pretty tight. So there's no way to have opportunity on you for leaving a start range? Uh, you can take it if you want. I don't know. Let's let's say the wall's there. I don't well, see how you get it. I mean, yeah, I'll block it with my shield. That gives him a disadvantage if he even wanted to make it. Yeah, I just wanted to watch, you know, to be fair about disadvantages. I mean, (laughs) thank goodness for disadvantage. (laughs) Yeah, I rolled 20, then an 11, the 15 does not hit you. No, 15 does not hit me. All right, go ahead. Continue your turn. He he attempts a slash. It was getting a perfect slash, and my shield just kind of deflected it into the wall. That's right. All right, here's my uh, attack roll. We'll see if it adds up correctly this time. Uh, looks like it. That's a fourteen plus a fourteen. Are, are you taxing good at all? <laughs> yeah. All right, so that should uh, be eighteen instead. And eighteen so. does hit the red goblito. He's oh, already wounded. Plus two. Right. I'm sorry. What, what was that? I was the yawning. Isn't it sixteen? It's fourteen plus two. Uh, plus two proficiency bonus. Oh, you didn't just add that in your macro. I uh, that's the two at the end there. If you see the fourteen plus fourteen plus two, the second fourteen is the two strength. Oh, oh, not your strength modifier. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, you you make contact with them. Yeah, yeah. there's my damage four. All right, he is still standing. All right, he I will. Uh, bloody. Um, you're just gonna 
Um, Romane, do you oh. want to handle that goblin behind us? I will take care of this one and then rush the foes. Okay. I will stand here then. Cool. Urkov, it goes to Romane next. All right. So I'm going to do a goblin bonk. You're still going against the orange one, right? Right to your side? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, this guy is just, he's got so much. <laughs> it's just really, really screwing with me. And uh, I'm going to just like, after I'm done swinging, I'm going to be like, man, this guy is just take a deep breather and uh, use my uh, surge thingy. So I think I roll 1d8. So I gain four back. I think that's you got it. I'm fairly certain that's how it works. So I don't cool. think I get. I don't think I get that plus my con modifier. So if I do, I'll just change my HP. That's cool. So you're technically at eight HP right now. Is that right? I'm at eight, yes. Cool. All right. Um. Clark's Wolf Ripper is uh, going to take a bite out of Urkov. Like he takes a bite out of crime. Doo-doo-doo. So because okay, it is... Um, Reed, because you're within five feet of a goblin, he's going to get an attack on this attack. Advantage on this attack, sorry. Okay. And uh, I'll roll that one. So I'll take the... Tw- 18 plus 2, I guess, or what is it? Okay. I think the role is... Does anyone know how to read these things? 1d20 I, I don't plus... I see it oh. in the text, so... Oh, you don't? Alright, it says 6-20, but I don't even know what the rolls are. 16 plus 4. Okay, I see it now. All Got right. it. Uh, so, DM. Yeah? I was wrong. It's 1d10 plus my fighter level, so I'm back up to full at 12. Way to go, dude. Sorry. Congratulations. Alright, I'm not I'm not clicking these character sheets. I'm re-rolling it, Reed. I can't trust the dice I'm seeing. Alright, I got a 13 and I got a... 12. I take my 13, my 13 plus... My 4 gets me a 17. Do I hit you? Negative. Ridiculous. I think it's lies. Alright. After Ripper is... Is Hanny. And you have a bloodied goblin right in front of you, and you've got Clark on the stairs. You threw the javelin at you. Yeah. Does do I see any other uh, stairs on him or spears on him? Oh yeah. He's technically got two javelins, uh, so he only has one javelin next left. Great. And uh, a morning star at his belt, and height armor, and he's holding. Uh, there's a shield. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know if he could be holding that shield when he threw a javelin, but he technically has a shield as well. Okay. Sounds like a lot, um, but I don't really want to just give this guy... He looks like a formidable time. opponent for a first-level character. Yeah, I'm not really happy about that. Um, if you so... kill the goblin, you could hide. <laughs> <laughs> well, I definitely need to kill the goblin. So I'll roll d d20. Ooh, wow. It's a nat 20. Plus okay. 7. Yep, that'll do, Donkey. Yeah, that'll do. Nice, nice. And you do... Two... 
D8. And the plus damage is all the same? You would not double your modifier to your damage roll. Fifteen D. Okay, so the one HP goblin is uh ripped to shreds, which will um give the wolf disadvantage next turn. So if he does have peak tactics, he'll just have neither. It'll cancel out. But for now, the wolf is uh got disadvantage. He cares a lot about his allies, and his ally was more than incapacitated in that yeah, instance. I really wish I used that crit on Clark, the big guy. That would have been much better. <laughs> Than this yeah. one HP goblin. Yeah. But you you had to do what you had to do, Sam. It's not your fault. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess I'm going to wait. No, Clark's going to fear me. Oh, I have to do. I'm going to move. One, two, three, four. Yeah. All right. Who defy Clark? Clark will build a stone from your bones. And he runs up next to his wolf. Whoops. And um, takes his uh, morning star and swings at Arkov. So I use a disadvantage with my shield? You can, as long as you're using your reaction. Your, um, your bonus action on your turn was that healing thing, and then your reaction on his turn is this defense thing? Yes. Cool. As long as we found a way to justify it all, I'm good. Nice. So I have disadvantage. My first roll is a 13. My second roll is a 12. <laughs> it's the same two rolls you had last time. I uh, will take my 12, and I still only get a 16. And that missed last time, you're telling me? Yeah. Mm. You guys and your obnoxious AC. So you swing down and uh, <laughs> I go bonk. <laughs> nice. All right. Yep. He uh, brings his mace down and blonks right into the shield. After Clark is potentially a dead goblino? Nope, still a live goblin. This is the one that's just a fly like a butterfly, still sting like a bee. <laughs> to Romain lead us. Uh, Romain, I mean, he's uh, feeling like he's got inspiration from all of your misses. <laughs> funny, how, funny how he got inspiration. Isn't that one? <laughs> all right. He's going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to use my inspiration on that oh of course does a 20 hit a 20 uh it's close but yes it hits all right he deals five slashing damage to you uh. all right he's gonna use his disengage action you see him run down the hallway uh towards the bridge and then disappear all right um that goblin's dead. Let me delete him. Urkov, your turn. Let me at him. Un Let me at him. Unguard, foul troll. I know troll. I, I Clark. Foul Clark. More attack, less talk. I rolling. <laughs> you roll on the ground dead. Not yet. Agreed. <laughs> it's a lot Some more of an epic battle friends. that's actually going on. <laughs> that uh, 12 misses, right? 
I don't know what your modifier is. I'm sorry. Uh, it's actually adding up now. So oh, anyway. cool. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Your yeah, 12 misses. So, cool. Would you like to take any other actions on your turn? Mm, can I squeeze through there over towards, uh, like, over here? Um, yeah. I know that's uh, not when, right there, so. Yeah, I think when Sam moved between there, I was like, oh, there's probably five feet between those two rocks just based on the way it's drawn. I think in this case, the rock's in the bottom right-hand corner, so you really don't have the space. Maybe it's like a small character or an acrobatics check. Was that a no? Oh, can you hear me or no? Yeah, I, I wasn't I'm saying that the only way to pull it off is with an acrobatic okay. check or being a small gotcha. character. Okay, okay. I will hang out here. Uh, actually, you know what? I will come back here then. Okay, so we'll you're going to take out an attack of opportunity from Clark and the Wolf from leaving their threat range. That's an excellent point. I will hang out here. <laughs> yeah, you might as well make their two attacks on your turn instead of their, or on their turn instead of yours, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Romani, your turn. Uh, I bonk the wolf. That's fine. Uh, we're just saying that you know that's reasonable because you can kind of enter Urkov Square as a friendly, what you call it, and swing and move back. You know, share a space. Sure. So while the wolf's trying to bite at his ankles, I bonk it on the head. Yep, go for it. All right, this this matter. <laughs> uh, hold on, I want to see if this. I want to see if it gets up higher. Oh. Okay, yeah, of course that would work. <laughs> All right, I take inspiration. I take the <laughs> Can I use that or no? Do I have to call it out beforehand? See, my understanding is you're supposed to call it out before you roll your second dice to know that your second okay. dice hits. But but here's the deal: you've got two choices. You can roll another dice for your inspiration, or I can roll a d10, and as long as it's not a one, you can keep your twenty-four. Uh, roll that d10. It's a four. You're fine. I was. I was like, we're going to use up your min damage uh, with strikes. Okay. And the thing that I didn't make clear was that you would have used your inspiration though if I got that one right. That, that oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, the wolf isn't bloodied, but he did take some uh, significant damage from your Morningstar tap. Yeah, I used I used the goblin inspiration from him attacking around the wall to hit the hit the wolf around the wall. I'm like, oh, that's how it works. That's how that works. Property. So on a scale of um, one to how much did it hurt, it was somewhere around, like, ouch. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the pain Wonderful. scale, maybe a six. So um, Ripper is going to just get a normal attack because Clark has moved up beside him when he attacks Urkov. He's uh, reinvigorated, but not invigorated enough after seeing the uh, death of the goblin at the hands of Hanny. Uh, so he's... Unable to successfully make connection with his teeth to Urkov's Goliath body. Um, I'll give. I'm going to give the big guy uh, the disadvantage every time I can. That's fine. Yeah, as long as you got the actions for it. Yeah, I'm just calling it out now, so just in case, like I kind of zone out and. That's fair. Names. Sounds legit. All right. Um, good boy, Ripper. Hanny, it's your turn. All right, Hanny's going to come back from his strategic location. Mm-hmm. Get the flank. Okay, there's no flank bonus unless you're a human fighter with that ability. Yeah, and we'll try to battle axe Clark in the flank. You got it. Eight. That's like a 13. A 13 does not get the mighty Clark. 
Ho ho ho. Two punies. Since you're going to use our whirlwind attack on them. I think I'm about as tall as you are. Puny brains. Oh. Alright, oh, it's Clark's oh. turn. Yeah, that's and, true. And, uh, Clark going to Yeah, probably just swing with his Morningstar. There's not much other actions here. Um, Urkov, I mean, you've been crap talking. Let's go. Alright, so he has disadvantage, right? Yep, the first roll Roll is a 19. The second roll is a 20, so not a big deal. Just kidding. The second roll is a 17, but still, um, I'm able to connect with the Morning Star. Yep. Um, you find out that Urkov's uh, brawn is no joke, and um, while this looked like a simple Morning Star with his strength behind it, it does massive amounts of damage. Damn it, Clark. Um, I guess you're a big strong Goliath though, because he rolled a <laughs> one on his one d8 and a two on his other one d8, um, dealing a total of only five damage. So, so good for you. I'll let you update Ow. your character sheet, Reed. Oh my gosh, he can one hit people. He absolutely can one hit people, especially if he catches them by surprise. He gets to add an extra two d6 damage to the attack. Oh, that spear right off the top. <laughs> that uh, Hanny in the first round. Yep. Yeah, or my last character that went through this and died. Yeah, he's the boss monster. Um, so Clark's turn's done. He's he's gonna stand his ground there. Now there is a hidden goblino still in the mix. Um, so Romane, go ahead and give me a perception. Of course, I get 21. I, I hate okay. So this goblin's trying to come around the corner. Uh, he will not get a, um, whatchamacallit, on you. He will not get a surprise attack on you. So uh, he's just going to get a normal scimitar? roll. He's just got a scimitar, correct? Okay. Uh, 21. Uh, it's close, but it hits. All right. Where the heck did my goblin character sheet go? Five damage. All right, down to two. Okay, Urkov, it is your turn. Uh, you see that Romane is bleeding pretty heavily behind you, where a goblin has just shown up. And I also see that Cleric <laughs> only gets spells back on long rest. I was just telling you in case you want to kill the goblin before you try to take out Clark and the wolf. That's the only reason why I bring it up. Uh, he, Romane goes right after me, so he should be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do you. Um... I will. It's hurt a three v three right now, but Clark is kind of like two, so we'll see what happens here. I, I held him off to make sure he didn't fight you guys with the rest of the goblins uh, to the best of my ability, like it was intended, just to balance out this encounter. I will hurt back, Trollman. So Clark, right? Yep. You hit him. Is that twenty-one damage? That did not do what I. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, you have to hit enter uh, to make the roll d1d6 plus 2 its own separate line. Yeah, evidently I missed that. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> Massive damage. He, he max damages 8 damage to Clark. Clark is not bloodied, but he is damaged. Urkov, any other actions? 
Nope, that is it. Romane Litas, uh, it's do or die against this goblin. I think if I'm tired you kill him. I'm these goblins. That hits. All right, whew, thank God. Uh, nine. And he does a massive damage. So, um, <laughs> Romane Litas uh, whirls around and nails the goblin in the jaw, smacking his head against the stone wall right next to him and knocking him unconscious. And that's my turn, I think. Yep. I'm, I'm unable to make it to here, correct? Unless, like, I do, like, some crazy acrobatics and stuff. So what I'm saying is you... Um, just let me move your character real quick just to show you. I'm more than willing to say characters can go 5, five 10 to, like, where this is. Because there's kind of, like, a 5-foot space there. And then 15 to there. Uh, or... I will... You were taking the attack of opportunity from the wolf. Okay, so you're going to move to this side of Clark, and the wolf gets to attack you, is that correct? Yes. So, um, Urkov, you see the wolf bite at, um, what you call it? It's Romain do or die. <laughs> the wolf uh, really has the scent clearly. And um, is able to, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for enough damage to unfortunately take out Romain Letus in this square as um, he bleeds. Well, I, I say you can move forward. You could fall forward five if you want to not die next to the wolf. Oh, okay. I was moving up one, but all right, cool, whatever. Um, and I'm gonna give you. The wolf's not gonna coup to Grom. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's all we're worried about. I'm gonna give him a nice yellow tint, guys, so we can all keep in mind that he's in critical condition. Alright, that was your turn. It is now Ripper the Wolf. <laughs> no, my disadvantage machine! <laughs> oh, yeah. So his first roll is a 12, which would not hit. But his second roll is a 6, which also does not hit. Ripper is unsuccessfully able to bite Urkov. Mm, Hanny, mm-hmm, it is your turn, mm-hmm. and you've got you to gotta do something big here. Alright, Hanny's going to try to do something big. Uh... I don't have anything to do yet because I'm level one, so I'm just going to swing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Big. 19. And 19 does hit Clark, the bugbear. All right. And I will do 12 damage. That's pretty impressive. All right. Clark is uh, bloodied. Uh, pretty bloodied, we'll call it. Ow! That hurt Clark. What did you uh, hit him with? Toothpick? Battle axe. <laughs> it's a battle axe, dude. Are you done, uh, Hanny? Is there anything else you want to do? Uh, I don't really think there's anything I can do. Alright, Clark turns around, throwing his uh, morning star at you. Not literally throwing it, but, you know, <laughs> swinging hard. And uh, with his 10, he is unable to connect. Um, there's nothing else Clark can do. We're going to move on to... The Goblino, who died, I can remove him out, and Urkov. Urkov, it comes back around to you. Uh, Clark is bleeding in front of you. The wolf is uh, hurt. And those are the only two uh, active threats right now on your map. Well, since wolf hurts, best friend. Wolf I die. Will hurt <laughs> All right, 
So you swing at Ripper. <laughs> no. And he rolls a natural one against Ripper. <laughs> Whoops. All right. And a 55. So, you know, it's just a standard no more actions this turn, Reed. Okay. okay. Turn's gotcha. done. Yep. Romane, give me a d20. Oh, slash roll. D20. I, if I spell roll correctly. It's a hard word. Yeah, mm-hmm. 11. You know, All if right. I can attack with these kind of rolls. I'm just going <laughs> to keep giving you colors as we go. So, um... The the good colors are the yellow, pink, purple. The bad colors are like, I don't gotcha. know. I have just so we're clear. I have zero um, bad rolls from the first time I went down. Cool. Don't those they, just reset or no? They reset on a long rest, I think. Oh really? Wow. All right, cool. Yeah, good to know. Sure. Uh, it is the wolf's turn, and the wolf is going to get advantage against Urkov. A 9 on the first roll, an 11 on the second, and a 15 still does not hit, correct? Correct. Hanny, it's your turn. Why do you roll like that against him? (laughs) Because then you have these, like... 18s and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's a gift, man. I love it. I'll pick you up. Oh, no. (laughs) Hanny's losing his cool now that Clark is facing him and is unable to make his battle axe connect. Hanny, any other actions? Uh... Yep, just get ready to get. Okay. Shield holds me. Clark's still strongest. Clark, swing at Hanny. Clark, not hit Hanny. <laughs> he, he knows my name, guys. <laughs> How he hey. knows. Though. All right, Clark rolled a five and, and is joining the team of four rolls that's happening here. It's up to you to beat the streak. Why don't you call who, who me you going my for? name? Are you going for Hanny? I mean, Ripper or Clark? Ripper. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, you hit. Nice. Cool. That is the wrong macro. Wrong macro. Cheater. Okay, that wolf is still standing. Unless you're adding, yeah, you, know, you already added your stuff to that, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, the wolf is severely bleeding, but still standing. Okay. Got four legs. Romane, another roll. <laughs> Nice. Twenty. So that's right. two positive. So I'm yep, good. You're stabilized. So I'm just gonna remove the color from you. Do 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 do. Save settings. And yeah, we'll give you a sleeping sign. He's got the sleeping sign on him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just taking a nap. Uh, I'm gonna remove you out of turn order for now, Romane. Romane survivor. He ain't gonna give up. All right, Ripper. Rolls a seven, but with advantage, rolls a three. Nice. <laughs> this, is, this is how you don't get TPK'd by this campaign. Just wrong campaign. <laughs> Super lucky. Annie, your turn. Alright, is he um, bloodied at all? Clark? Yeah, he's bloodied. Okay. I might do something stupid, and I'm going to shrug off my shield. Yep. And double hand my axe. Okay, I like it. So, I'll roll my d20. And get a 22. That'll so. not die here. No. Clark, too strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for curiosity, my D8 would have been 
Okay, two more higher, but still. Hanny rolled a one on his d10. What's your modifier? Plus five, so six damage. Oh, Clark got one HP, I gotta tell no, you. Oh, I should have done the D8. <laughs> <laughs> the two-handed battle axe gave Clark too much confidence or too much will to live, and Clark survives. No, it is Clark's turn. Let's see if Clark finally gets Hanny here. Oh! The die hits the table, oh. and it's a two. <sighs> Hanny lives like another round. <laughs> that doesn't mean we don't all roll twos, guys. Urkov, it's your turn. You have Whoa. two characters just bleeding. Yeah. Out in front of you. I dive wolf. Wolf, wolf, wolf. I got a seven. Okay, the wolf lives another round. It's the wolf's <laughs> turn. The wolf takes a bite at Urkov. He gets a 13, then a 13. Does a 17 hit? No. Wow. wow. <sighs> All right. Good thing you kept your shield. Ripper the Wolf is yeah. unable to connect, even with advantage, for the third turn in a row. Hanny, <laughs> <laughs> you have no shield. It is your turn. No shield, so we're just going to big swing. D20. Uh-oh. Rats. Okay, uh, Sam rolls a three, journeying Clark's level. two. The eight does not hit. It is Clark's turn. We will see if he will gain the better of Hanny. Clark uh. rolls a nat one. Yes. Okay, uh, due to Clark's severe bleeding, he is really unable to make a cohesive attack on uh, Hanny. And uh, we will give you guys advantage against him in this upcoming turn. Urkov, it is your turn. You do see that Clark is doubled over. Uh, this may be your chance to strike him. I attack Wolf. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a 13 12. does hit. Uh, that's 12. So uh, you do not hit the wolf. Nope. It is Ripper's turn. I will not give him an advantage because Clark is doubled over, That's bleeding. That's he gets one, one roll against Urkov. Oh, natural, one. natural one. <laughs> Ripper the wolf is also not feeling well at the sight of his master. And uh, he's in the same boat. We will just um, give you guys an advantage against the wolf for upcoming attacks. Canny, this is your one chance to get advantage against Clark. Make a count. Clark. Otherwise, it'll be his turn right after you. He's Where got nothing to say to you right now. Alright. D20. First one. A 9. Second one. Also a 9. <laughs> so, a 16. How do you get such crazy bonuses? I'm a yeah, half-work. I, I rolled 1 at 18, and I put that in strength. Plus my 2 from half-work. Yeah. Okay, good uh, for you. You hit, five. man. He's yours. Right, so Clark is able to be dispatched of. Go ahead, Hanny. A D10 on, on the lowest damage again. <laughs> he rolls a one. Six damage. And this is like two drunk people boxing or something. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, it's really enough. Uh, Clark hits the ground, dead and out. Congratulations. Nice. All right, whoa, the wolf calls a cry. It is Urkov's turn. He has advantage. Okay. Against the wolf. All right, I very carefully line it up and <laughs> try again. <laughs> First roll is an eight with advantage. And... <laughs> roll is an eight with advantage. Oh okay, oh <laughs> Ripper has survived too long to not hold take on, an advantage on. on this. Hold yeah, on. Go ahead. I walk away in shame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he'll take his attack of opportunity. Um, and I'm giving him an advantage on his attack of opportunity. No, that was a joke. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, it's his turn regardless. Yeah, yeah, so he's is. getting attack. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so he rolls a 9 and a 10. He takes the 10. The 10 plus 4 is 14. He's still unable. Hanny, there is a wolf bleeding to death. Okay, so <laughs> I walk next to it. Okay. Stepping over its master, hopefully not slipping on it. She has lost her disadvantage because his turn came around on the wolf, just around the same page. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I'm going to roll a d20. I still have my shield on the ground. That's right. Oops. Um, D20 plus 7. Roll. 15. A 15 does hit the wolf. The wolf has 1 HP, so as long as you don't fail and this somehow. D10. Ooh, 8. Plus 5. 13. Wonderful. Hanny is able to dispatch of the rest of the party. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, both Ripper and Clark have been defeated. Yay. Congratulations, team. <clears throat> um, so after this uh, battle, your characters are rewarded experience points, and everyone reaches second level, but uh, you will not gain the benefits of that HP until you guys take a full rest. Um, cool. Robain Letus, you can come to at the end of the battle, just from some simple uh, care from Urkov, just like a, you know standard care, not healing care. So we're just going to have you like coming to at like 1 HP. Oh. I think that's reasonable. Oh. Whoa, what's with the mouth-to-mouth? Do we win? Uh, picking up my shield. In, in yeah, certain ways we won. In other ways, it was an utter defeat. Are there starlight in your eyes when you're looking at me right now, or is that just the flame from the torch? It's just a torch. Oh. Okay. Let's go. Wait. Uh- is there anything on this bugbear thing worth taking? Fleas. <laughs> so, um, Clark's body, the way that you found it right here, only has that morning star, the javelin, and the hide on him. We need Rockbreaker. Well, he doesn't have any like keys or anything, like no locks. He has nothing keys. on him. Wait, but, is yeah. the other goblin still alive? No, I got him before. Or, uh, nice. The dog bit my butt. I will uh, take the necklace of teeth off of the dog and put it around my neck. Wonderful. Add to your character sheet. You um feel like you're stronger now that you're wearing... No, just kidding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a magical necklace of strength. <laughs> Uh, is there a, a bonfire pit somewhere in here that we can sit down and recuperate? Or should we still... You guys are forward? welcome to move wherever you want now. I mean, everything around you is dead. There is a total of four, five, six, six goblin bodies, one wolf, and uh, whatchamacallit. Okay, Hanny moves up the stairs that the bugbear came from, and he finds a campsite. So, um... In this little campsite, there is a slight dimming glow from that little bonfire to the side of Hanny. Um, sacks and crates of looted provisions are piled up in the south end of this room. You guys can see all those on the ground. To the west, the floor slopes towards a narrow opening, and we can see that opening has the rock covering it, and anyone who was here earlier can kind of put together that. Oh, to the um, caves? Or yep. cages? Okay. And, uh, yeah, the the coals are still smoldering. It doesn't give off a lot of light. It gives off just basic light. But there's tons of provisions that Hanny's down looking at as we speak. 
Hey, Urkov, add your torch to the fire there. Oh, here, I'll chuck one of mine in, or I'll give you a fresh one. All right. So, I mean, I can um kind of put this wall here and then tell him to emit light. Let's see here. It's kind of silly. Make this token emit light. There we go. The wolf now emits 15 foot of bright light and 30 feet of low light. Safe settings. All right. Your wolf is now <laughs> a torch in a fire pit. Nice. Great. Uh, so I guess we all are going to inspect the... Wonderful. Are they all uh, like mundane stuff, or what is it? I'm getting to it in the notes. I apologize. No, you're fine. It's just filling in the void. <laughs> complex. Yeah, I got that there. Wagon to transfer. All right. So the captured stores are bulky, and the characters will need a wagon to transport them. Um, Clark. So there's provisions, just a bunch of provisions that you guys uh, would have to figure out what to do with, but that's not worth money. It's just provisions and supplies. Um, but there's also a treasure chest uh, in that area containing 600 copper, 110 silver, two potions of healing, a jade statue of a frog with tiny golden orbs for eyes, and uh, that can fit inside a pocket or pouch. So we've got 600 copper which we can just call six gold six gold <laughs> uh so we've got seven gold or 110 silver that's 11 gold so there's 17 gold here if you guys want to divvy it out among the three of you and just give each you um five you know whatever six uh what you guys want to take i'll give somebody I'll, my five four gold what do you want to have the the frog thing looks very valuable, guys. I just it's like a jade it. statuette with two tiny orbs for eyes. Well, we can split the the frog when we get back to town, but there's five of us with 17 gold, so you two take four, and uh, I'll take nine and give the other two three gold each when we meet back up after they come out of their hole. Seems fair. So everyone, add that to your character sheet. That's too much math for me, so sure. Uh, there's two potions of healing. Does Romane let us down one just to keep him safe in case anything else comes? Uh, do you guys mind if I take one of these? Drink it. Sure. All right, it's 2d4 plus 2 HP. Not bad, seven. Yep, not bad. Okay, so there's one potion. Mm -hmm. Who's going to add that to the character sheet? I think Romani can have it. Oh, you guys are too kind. All right, so you added that to your character sheet? Yep. Wonderful. So um, unfortunately in this area, you know, looking a little bit more, you notice there's a niche in the western wall that has a shaft that descends 30 feet into the air. Um, so even with the, the rock, that's where all the smoke is kind of working its own. All right, we so, took a slight break due to a Discord server crash thing. 
But uh, the characters looted all the money, got the potions. They're deciding what they're going to do with the rest of the cave. They still haven't found Gundren, Rockseeker, or Sildar. So, I think he was big guy. Does everybody agree? The biggest one we saw. Right. And if he big guy because he has a loot, then there's no more big guys, right? Makes I'll sense. check. So, so for tracks or something. Ooh, so good at this. Uh, it is a eight nine. Okay, so looking for any sign of like whatever race rocks. Uh, Rock guy is and silver is. Uh, yeah. Dwarf. I think I would just say that like there is tons of like well-worn tracks of all varying animals and types here. I'm not sure that um you could determine it, especially because he's probably wearing shoes. So okay, so. No more big guys, like I said. <laughs> so I think it's safe to try to rescue uh, Dwarf Man, Gungeon, Rock Seeker. Okay. Enter the Gungeon. Uh, right. So we won't we we won't waste time um, palling around. We'll just try to grab them and get out before maybe more goblins from another encampment come. Right. Good idea. I have more goblins. Alright, so you guys are going to continue to explore the cave. Go ahead. You have free reign. 5, 10, 15, 20. Whoops. 20, 25, 30. Do we want to cut there or do we want to... Um, there's probably a better cut point Okay. if you guys want to just take a couple minutes to explore the caves. So they move uh, out from Clark's encampment to the uh, Twin Pools Cave, down the stairs to that. Uh, Urkov's continuing to the rickety bridge. bridge. Yep. That is yeah, 20 feet over the original part of the entrance. I have been here before. Okay, wonderful. He uh, crosses over the line that Wizards added to try to deal with time and space things. And um, as he turns a corner, uh, he tells the other players to be quiet because there is at least one goblin. Um in another uh, circular-looking encampment down the hall, about 35, 40 feet. All right, we'll end it. This uh, was the Pathless Podcast. Sorry, uh, Andy and Jira, that you couldn't make it. We look forward to playing again with you guys soon. Be another two weeks until we play again, so I'll put this one up tonight, and we'll play again on the 21st. Thank you, uh, Reed and Matt and Sam, for joining us. Yay, it was fun. Hey, bye. Thanks for DMing. Yep, bye. Bye. At Craig. Die. Alright, I will see you.